podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everyone and welcome to an exclusive chat about Fabinho with Mick Moran from the Copy Podcast. Obviously today the news has broke that Fabinho isn't part of the pre-season squad that's flying out from Liverpool um, and Henderson is. So Mick, first of all, welcome in. Nice one. Yeah, a bit of an impromptu one. I think we expected this news, didn't we? But I think once the names have been confirmed, it's obviously like it's reality now. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Liverpool react to it. But yeah, nice one for inviting me on. I think it's me, me debut, isn't it? So yeah, nice one. <laughs> yeah, welcome on. Um, <laughs> just, just on the Fabinho one though. Um, obviously, no one's really sure with Henderson. So. Fabinho is obviously now concrete that he's leaving. Um, 40 million for a player we've had the best out of for me is a brilliant deal. Uh, as much as I'm gutted to see him go, because you know we wouldn't have won everything without players like Fabinho, with obviously players like Henderson as well. The Hoover, he's known as. Um, what do you feel about the situation? Do you feel like it's the right time, given the value? Yeah, it's a difficult one because I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and he was, he's been so good on for so long, so it's like it's quite sad to he was the best in the world for a long time. So it's hard to kind of wrap your head around like what he's now become. And I think last year he, he redeemed himself a little bit, but I think that was because of the system we set up. It, it, it allowed him to thrive, and not he didn't have as much space to get, be in charge of. Trent was helping him in there, so he looked a lot better. But I still, don't think he's ever going. He was ever going to be the same as what he is, and he's obviously made the decision to that it's going to be nice to go over to. Saudi Arabia with and um, and playing that league. So I mean it's fair play to him, but I just I just hope Liverpool have got um a plan ready. I know Lavia's been linked. I know I've seen like the links this morning and with apparently like there's um Amrabat and Calvin Phillips and a whole host of other names that I think on paper don't sound as, as sexy as like a, a Caicedo or a Shurmeni, you know, all of all the names that are Declan Rice, for example, but Liverpool are never in the are never going to be in the equation for players of that, not that caliber, but of that price. I think that when it's getting up to when it's getting over eighty million, like Liverpool are just never going to be involved in those conversations. I think the quicker you get used to that, the, the more happier you'll, you'll be generally. Um, but yeah, I think it's one that yeah, I didn't expect it. I think a couple of weeks ago we were saying Thiago was going to be the person to go, and then all of a sudden Hendo's potentially going, Fabinho's looks like he's definitely going. So. It's a bit of a mad one to kind of get you wrap your head around after it being quiet for so long um, for the for the majority of the summer. But I think probably with the more I think about it, I think the more it makes sense for me. Yeah. So if we think back to the first of July two thousand and eighteen, when we pretty much had the deal done when it was announced, it was one of them signings that you're thinking, "Wow, wasn't expecting that." But what a signing that was! Uh, he's gone on to win the Champions League, the Super Cup, the Premier League. The FA Cup, he's, he's gone on to win the lot, bar in the Europe League, which, you know, would have been nice for everyone to finish it off with, but we are where we are. Um, at that time of the signing, it felt like a bit of a game changer, doesn't it? We got the spine in. What was your, what was your thoughts when you think back? Yeah, it was, it was that signing that was just kind of came off the blue, didn't it? And it was like, this is a, it felt at the time, it was a an iconic and a, like a marquee signing, if you like, and he went on to be that. I think he's, he's justified all of the expectations that we had of him from being as good as he was. And like you said, the trophies we went on to win and the price we got him for, which is when you think back how good he's been, is we got him for a snip. Like we, we tend to do with most other players. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's it's probably the right time for him to go because I saw a funny tweet before. I can't remember who it was. Said like last year aged him ten years, so forty. 40 mil for a 39-year-old, not too bad. Uh, <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. But yeah, 29, it's... I, I think when you think of Fabinho, you just think he looks older because I think he's he's never been the quickest. But when you look back, like I've, I've been... had a few look at the highlights like from a couple of seasons ago just to refresh myself how good he was and you, you forget how good he was. Like you said, the Hoover. Just that space, those spaces where he was just eating up the opposition. Like he'd just take them out. Like Obviously, the tackle on Suarez and the... That iconic game always just comes straight to the, the forefront of your mind. But just so many iconic moments, goals against City. So there's, he's got loads of great moments in there, apart from being like a good fella as well and a, a good a, a good influence in the dressing room. So he'll be a, he'll be a miss and a, a, a massive miss, I suppose, a lot, especially if Hendo goes as well. But as long as Liverpool have got the heads on right and can go straight into the market and get someone in, then I'm. I'm nervous but excited at the same time because I think you can worry about it as much as you want, but you just have to get on board with the ride and go. It's it's still exciting as well. Liverpool are going to probably have a brand new midfield come the new season, and it's it's going to be probably some teething problems, but it's exciting as well. Yeah, you're right, and obviously I've seen the links this morning. What Melissa Reddy's posted out, the likes of Amrabat, the likes of Lavia, players like that, and obviously they don't scream anything out to me, but. I kind of feel as though Fabinho is one of them players where it, it has to be right. The signing has to be right because we were going into the season thinking that Lavia was coming in and Fabinho was going to be still in that position. And obviously it was a rotation between the two. So it that makes me nervous. It does. And obviously with the likes of Henderson still traveling, I still kind of feel as though if the right money comes in, he'll still be getting off. So again, is that two signings then you need? Because there's no way we can afford to let two of them go when, without bringing two in as the, especially with a Lavia, I also feel like you need an established player next to him as well. Yeah, I think the, the more I think of it, and it might just be me being a bit mad because Fabinho looks like he's off and Lavia's actually got like a pair of legs on him and can run. Uh, he's he's actually like, I think he'll just be a, like a massive boost for, for the team. I mean, like, I don't think anyone's expecting him to come in and pull trees up and be like a start and whatever else, but I feel like when Klopp has these players in mind, like like the ones you mentioned. On paper, they don't sound that good, but you've got to then factor in what right. What can Klopp do with them? What can he make him be? What can he ex- he makes these players that <laughs> you can list most of the signings we've made, and that on paper they don't sound like the most sexy signing, but he turns them into that. So there's a track record there that we we tend to do that with players, and if we give them the right platform, I think Amrabat. I think he's 27. Next month, that that doesn't fill me with joy because we, I think, someone around 23, 24 is Liverpool's sweet spot usually with players like that, where they're ready to just explode and to and to become what what they're going to be. I mean, like I said all of the names that we've signed that you tend to fit that bracket. Um, but yeah, if Hendo goes as well, I think yeah, we definitely need to. But it's just figuring out who um, who that's going to be because there's. Like I said, the amount of the prices for for players like the Caicedo's, and I think Melissa already said what Caicedo's not even in the list. But I, I don't know if that's based on if just Fabinho goes or whether it change if Hendo goes as well. I'm not sure because well, it would depend on what they're willing to give us in terms of money as well. So if we get forty for Fabinho, and if we manage to get twenty for Henderson, then yeah, we've got sixty mil there, along with maybe another twenty if we sell Phillips and Kelleher as well. So potentially got 80 million maybe a little bit more um but yeah i don't know honestly it's i, th- I think there's i think calvin phillips 
I mean, mm. that move still baffles me. It's just, uh, and like, like the facial pull, and I'm the exact same when you really like, I'm not sure he's went to City after being good for Leeds. He, he could potentially be a good sign for us, but there's a lot of variables in there because of the way last season went for him and whatever. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not, I don't have to pick because it it's, it's, it's obviously very, very difficult to decide who's going to come in and. We need some if Hendo and Fabinho go, you need you need basically a starter and you need a little project player as well. So it's difficult. It's difficult to pick, I think. Yeah. I think with the Calvin Phillips one, when I think of that, if I look back over his career and don't get me wrong, I haven't seen much of it, but he hasn't had a full season yet in his professional career that he hasn't been injury free. And yes, okay, he might be transitioning into a bigger, stronger player and his body might be changing. But for a player who's missed a lot of it every season that he's been part of so far just worries me. I kind of feel like that's just a bit of a just a name that you can easily throw in the conversation because he's not getting a game at City, to be honest with you, and he's homegrown. I'd be very disappointed if we blew a chunk of the chunk of the money that we've got on Calvin Phillips. I'll be honest with you. Um, but yeah, let's let's just obviously think back and you know what you can say about Fabinho is he's one of the best players we've ever had, in my opinion. In that position, when when Mascherano left, I thought we'll never get another Mascherano. And Fabinho has been just that player, if not as good or better. So, you know, it's it's a big. It was a big name to fill. He's filled it, and he's done more than enough. Um, let's just touch on Henderson. I haven't had a chat with you about this yet, so I'm I'm quite interested to hear what you say. Um, obviously, big news about him with a potential move to Saudi, and obviously, big wages, a fee that we we're asking for that we haven't quite met yet. And obviously the work he's done in the background in terms of the Rainbow Laces campaign and human rights. What do you what's your mark on it? So if, if he goes tomorrow, what would you say about that? In my in my opinion, I've mentioned it before. The human beings as well as footballers, and they do get a lot of stuff pushed onto them to front like campaigns such as them. Doesn't make it acceptable, but how do you feel about it if if he goes? Yeah, I, I watched a bit, I think it was a Chris Pajak on Redman, I think, summed up pretty well because I I was kind of thinking the same thing. I think if it was if you if it was the exact same circumstances and it was I don't know Milan for twenty million, there would be you'd be like right, thirty three years old, it's been a captain for so long, won everything. We shake his hand and say thanks very much. It would we would have preferred at the end of last season with Bobby and Milner and whatever else where you could have had a proper goodbye, but. You shake their hand, it's footy, it moves on and, and these players have to move on eventually. Like Hendo would have been, if he stays, he's going to be he's going to be a backup. He's not going to be getting the minutes that he wants. So if that if he's not happy with that, then fair enough. But yeah, I, it's the whole moving to where he would be moving, I think, is the, that's the sticking point. And I think that alongside the timing as well, I think obviously you can't really help the timing. Of course, with Gerard going in there and it's all probably happened so quickly, I don't think Klopp would have expected this to the wildest dreams for being on Hendo in the space of like a day or a day and a half for bids to be flying in. It's a bit bit of a mad one, but yeah, it it just doesn't feel right to me. And I've, I've saw loads of people tweeting about it, and I don't want to get like I don't tend to get involved in like that type of stuff on Twitter because it's not the right place to do it. Because no. people are just going crazy on there, like, and I understand part of it. I grew a bit of it, disagreed some of it, but. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sit well with me the whole and, and you know, like you said, you don't know if it's been something that he's been asked to front or asked to be a part of. You, you don't know we don't know the all of the ins and outs of it, so it's hard to comment on it. But just from the on the face of it, what we've seen him being involved in stuff like that, 
it doesn't fit with what he obviously believes and what he's what he's portraying as what he believes online. So that's the only sticking point for me. But if it was like I said, anything if it apart from that, it's it's probably it might be the right time for us to kind of move on because we said last year how our midfield was non-existent. We we didn't have a midfield. We were every week. I, I'm sure you were the same. Like just saying like what's going on here. We need we need legs in there. It's not good enough. Blah 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 blah. We could say that about everyone, but the midfield was was pretty horrific. So the overhaul was going to happen at some point. It just looks like it's going to happen in the space of three days in a, in a, on a random July weekend. So. We just have to. We we'll just have to strap it in for the ride and, and see where it takes us. But on Henderson, then obviously, no one really expected this to come, and obviously, no one expected this from Fabinho or Thiago or anyone that could come. It just, it just stinks a little bit for me. Um, okay, a question for you then: If the club don't accept a bid for Henderson, where does he go from here as a captain of Liverpool Football Club? I don't know. That's a, it's a difficult. That's a really difficult one, isn't it? Because it's happened in the past, and it with like Stevie and whatever putting in transfer requests and stuff like that. So it's not it's not new. But I mean, Henderson hasn't he hasn't put in a transfer request anything like that. It hasn't it hasn't happened to fish like that. It's just obviously Stevie fancies a bit of that, so he's put a he's put a um, he's put a cheeky bit in for him trying to get him for free or whatever else we're asking for ten or twenty mil. I don't know where he goes from here. I don't know. I think. Uh, from what you read online, people are saying it's irreparable. The damage has been done. Get rid of him now. But then there's people saying, "Well, it's he's still a captain. If he wants to, if his if his if his mind wasn't swayed or he was tempted or whatever because he wants more minutes, then I think that's fair enough for a footy player. It's just it's just the where he was going. I think that's why people are a bit it's a bit murky. I think that's the only thing that kind of disrupts it a little bit. But I'm kind of in the middle. I think if if he decides he wants to stay, then there's nothing there's nothing we can do apart from embrace that and just be like, right, sound that will probably this will probably happen again next summer where someone else will come for him and he'll he'll leave eventually. So for me, I'm just kind of in the middle. I'm I'm just gonna be a boring bastard and sit on the fence and just say that if he wants to stay, sound he probably won't get the minutes. If he's happy with that, then whatever. But we still need we still need the signings regardless in there because Fabinho is off and. He's not going to get Hendo's not going to get the minutes he wants anyway. So we need to either embrace that or decide and make a very difficult decision and, and head out to, to to join Stevie. Yeah, I'm a, I'm just worried for him now. I think there's so much what's come out in the in the press and so much that's come out in the news about him. There's no smoke without fire with stuff like this, and I kind of feel like he's sort of made his bed and he's got to lie in it now. So if the club don't accept the bid. He's got to be expecting a rough ride this season from supporters. And, you know, Jordan Henderson is a Liverpool legend, as is Fabinho. The difference is Fabinho's going there without any morals that have been out in the open world and everyone to see. Henderson's going there with all the information, like the stuff that he's fronted, the rainbow laces and everything else. So, yeah, I expect a rough ride for Jordan Henderson this season if he stays. And I kind of feel like he's put himself in a position where it's like there's no going back. Um, It is what it is. And, Unfortunately, that's what he will be remembered as with a lot of people. He'll be remembered in my eyes as a Liverpool legend who's one of the most, if not the most successful captains of Liverpool's history. Obviously, Stevie's obviously up there and Sunes. But, you know, wherever he goes and whatever he does, I just wish it goes smoothly and I just want it to be done sooner rather than later because the longer this goes on, the the uglier it gets for Henderson. Um, Okay, Nick, 
Thanks for your time on that, mate. That was just a quick, short and sweet one to get it out there for our thoughts on it. Um, who knows? The two of them might be here next week. The two of them might be gone next week. I'm sure we'll find out. No, nice one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, just a, it's just a mad one to try and wrap your head around and your initial thoughts. But you can, like yesterday, I was like, it's dead against Fabinho going. But then the more, the more that kind of happens, you're like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, let's get rid of them, 40 million, bye. Let's, like, get, you've got to be ruthless as well. Like, it's because people are saying clock's not ruthless. So when he is a bit more ruthless, it's like, we're not, we're not used to it. So it's weird. So it's like, yeah, it's, um, Hen- like, I agree with you. Hendo's going to have, especially online, like a difficult time of it. So it's going to be a hard one for him to navigate. I think he maybe expected it to go a bit smoother. Like when he decided, yeah, I want to go, he probably expected it to be done within a day or two. So the fact that it hasn't been, and now it might come back to, I suppose, haunt him a little bit in terms of what maybe he's damaged a little bit of something that he's, yeah, proud of, um, I, I suppose. But um, yeah. Difficult one. A difficult one for him, difficult one for everyone, I think, to, to kind of get used to. But yeah, appreciate you asking me on that. Appreciate that. Nice no, one. no problem. Um, catch up soon, mate, okay? Nice one. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod. 